Nation, what is up? Welcome well, in to DMVR Buffs Primetime, where we are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. every day. Shout out Illegal Pete's. My name is Jake Schwanitz. Today I'm joined by Andre Simone. Let's go. What's up, man? How are you doing, brother? I'm feeling great, actually. Are you? Yeah. I got day a, off, did you well? Huh? I had a full day off yesterday. First time since coming back from Christmas, and it was uh, everything I expected it, expected it to be and much more. Great. Love that for you. I'm kind of having a great great stretch myself. Our guy Rhino's out in Cabo, so yeah. you know he's feeling good. Saw him on a meeting today. Showed up on the video call wow. just in a tank, you know? So, really? Oh, yeah, great. Still stuff. working from the beach. Still working from the beach. This was that one monthly call we can't avoid. So he, uh, he made he made the exception for us. And uh, Buff Nation never sleeps, huh? You never got sleeps. Georgia recruit coming available. I see you on the timeline QTing. You just yep. you dialed out everything. Trying to be. Everything's going on. Yeah. I took a nap yesterday, missed the Covasia smoke news by an hour and a half, though. What? I know. Holy Slacking, cow. huh? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, so things are going well. Lots going on. Lots going on. Shall we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. So on Tuesday, we talked about this quite a bit, and it was the big news of the day, which was what Coach Prime said at the National Championship College Game Day possible week zero game against Arizona State. Well, that fell apart about as quickly as the hype came together. Um, it is dead in the water now. We learned yesterday that game is not happening week zero. Pete Thamel um, from ESPN? That sounds right. Yep. CBS Sports? I want to get that right, though. ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tweeted I think you're out. right that he was at CBS for a minute yes. and then made the change. For sure. He tweets out that the Football Oversight Committee denied that request to play that game week zero. Thamel said that he was told the reason is that they applied for a waiver to avoid playing nine consecutive games or nine consecutive weeks in a row. Um, the game was going to be played in Tempe. It will still be played there. Uh, it's obviously just not going to be week zero. So this was to try and break up the schedule, essentially. Well, the theory that Ryan had and the one that I told you about today is that yeah. we think the Pac-12 may have wanted to kind of steal this game and play it week zero because, of course, week one scheduled against TCU right. in Fort Worth, right. which is going to be Big 12 contract rights. Mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of our theory why that why the yeah. conference may have been interested in doing that. It seemed like both schools were interested in doing it. They just got overruled by this, uh, the football oversight committee. Yeah, and how deep that conference schedule is is a bit of a problem for the Pac-12. I mean, we've talked it's, about that yeah. for years right now and are far from the only people talking about that. Um, and then what was going on with the whole TCU game? Like, these two things really got confused with each other. So, yeah, there was a lot of confusion about it, uh, especially when I tweeted it out because people thought the TCU game was all of a sudden either canceled right, or right, moved. Right, 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 That game is still happening. Um, it's just it's still probably going to be the first game of the season now is what we're looking at. So all that drama for uh, the same thing that we had. Be interesting. That's a great example of a team, though, that went – undefeated or damn near they did lose in the pac-12 championship right um and they'd played something like 
10 weeks in a row. Their bye week was non-existent, so they, mm-hmm. they got it all figured out. Um, crazy, we're already trying to work around the schedule. Yeah, and I was told, I talked about this on Tuesday. Prime leaves no stones unturned. Um, within the next week or two, we should have a finalized schedule. So we'll see. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, on the topic of bye weeks, though, see, you kind of got lucky last year with it. I mean, it mm-hmm. didn't really matter, obviously. Did but, not. Um, did not. It was earlier in the year, but kind of in the middle of the season at the same time. It was right after the Arizona game, which was 1st of October. Darrell was fired. Yeah, right. They went on by, have the Cal game, obviously win that game. Um, so it wasn't nine or ten weeks in a row for them. We'll right. see how it ends up this year, though. Yeah, it was kind of like right as conference, the conference schedule was starting. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was pretty convenient. That was really nice. Yep. I think that puts that one to bed. We'll see if week zero anything pops up again. I wouldn't rule it out, but... uh, Well, that's the other thing. It seems like Prime just wants to get out there week zero. Mm -hmm. Like, kind of capitalize on it. Yeah. Which, geez, college football needs stuff like that. Right. Like, people like that. Because week zero's been pretty much a bummer for several years. It's very underwhelming, but... uh, And even after that, the week one, week two, like, out-of-conference matchups have not been that great. Yep. I mean, we have we have some good matchups, TCU and Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, but week no, zero I mean, would be CU's fun. CU's out of conference should be phenomenal oh, this it's, season. It's, it's going to be, be great. very exciting. Yeah. Um, shout out everyone in the comments. We'll get to you guys' questions at the end of the show. Yep. Shall we get to the rest of the news then? Some squad. Yes, please. All right. Um, you can just kind of jump in wherever here. Please. But you mentioned it. Big story, bigger story that came out just before we went live. Georgia, Georgia defensive back Jaheim Singletary enters the portal. He was a 2022 five-star recruit, was ranked the fifth overall player in the state of Florida last year, the fifth overall cornerback, and the 27th overall player in the 2022 class. Like, really good. Yes. and kind of surprised he's transferred. I think with him entering the portal, he is the second five-star player to enter the portal this year. Do you know who the other one was? Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter. Nice. Or at least he's Travis Hunter's the only one to commit as a five star. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I can't off the top of my head. I don't know if there's another five star besides those two guys. But anyways, we'll see how that one. Um, he looks huge. Comes out. What's his uh, measurements? Do you have those? I will look it up for you. Yeah, go for right that. now. Yeah. Um, sticking with defensive backs. Four star, twenty twenty three four star. Um, Six two. He's actually the same size as Carmani McLean. Really? Almost identical, yeah. We'll talk Carmani McLean in a bit. Yes. Um, but another kid who is looking for a school, 2023 four-star Aaron Butler, has decommitted from USC. Interesting timing. Alex Grinch just announced he will be retained as defensive coordinator. Mm. Um, and Aaron Butler also has said himself he wants to play wide receiver. He's another he's classified as an athlete slash player both ways. Uh-huh. He wants to play wide receiver, but USC uh sent, seemed pretty hellbent on him playing defensive back. So he decided, "All right, I'm out of here then." He is the 6th or yeah, he's the 6th overall athlete in this class, 65 65th player overall according to the composite rankings he has 27 offers including colorado of course and alabama 
<laughs> Love that. Um, yeah, so, and he tweeted out having received an offer from CU and Coach Prime on January 2nd. It's yep. like his third most recent tweet. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see how that... Uh, I would like this kid. It'd be a lot of fun. All these slash players, these athletes, oh, these the two-way best. players. They're the best. I mean, Coach Prime's the coach. Yeah. He, he qualifies himself as an offensive weapon, though. He's very keen on that. Butler does? Uh-huh. I like that. Yeah. He's like all that. in. It, the bio says, um, you know, 6'1", 170, four-star athlete. It's got his phone number in there, which you could call him if you wanted. 40-yard <laughs> yard dash, 4.47 laser, offensive weapon in parentheses, I score touchdowns, period. Elove says he is visiting. Interesting. All in. Um, we'll talk tomorrow All more in. so about uh, visits and what's going to happen this weekend. Big one. Big weekend. You it tell be. me. Yes. I mean yes. the well the recruiting dead period's ending, so now last weekend it was just transfers that could visit. Now recruits can come visit. Um, also interesting to note, we're supposed to be getting Cormani McLean's. We'll talk a lot more about him, but we're supposed to be getting his commitment on Sunday. Yeah, any minute now. Yep. Any any day. 15th, you said, right? Yep. Moving on with the news. 2024 safety Fred Gaskin III includes CU in his top eight. Do you want to hear the rest of the schools? I would love to. Michigan State, Tennessee, huh? Auburn, Florida State, Ole Miss, Penn State, Alabama, and a little school called CU. Not bad at all. Not bad at all all um wow you think they have a real shot they have a shot at anyone i know that's the thing huh you can't say no they have i mean they truly have a mm -hmm. shot at everyone i mean he seems so small i thought he was like six one or so he's like 5 11 175 oh shoot per his well 2024 guy. 2024 that's gonna yeah. yeah he's got he's got to grow into it um a bit. yeah but i mean these safeties and corners, not only does it seem like Coach Prime is going after them, it seems like they're kind of flocking to him, too. A hundred percent. And 100%. it's going to be, when it's all said and done, maybe a year from now, the strongest position group on this team will be the secondary. Absolutely. I mean, which I think is how, you know, Coach would like to build the program, period. You right. Know? And beyond that... If you're just a speed player, if you're a guy who relies on their speed, you gravitate to Coach Brown. Exactly. Plain and simple. Oh, and then he was on uh, the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday. And, um, I mean, I didn't really gain anything from this, but it was just interesting to hear him say it. Talking about how he builds teams and mm -hmm. how he, like, sees team construction. And he mentioned, because he was a skill guy, he played on the outside, that he kind of sees it from the outside in, but then he said also said that his baseball background allows him to build or see how why things are built from the middle out too. Interesting. So. Oh, very interesting. So he's kind of, I mean, he's very unique in many ways. Yeah, the more I learn about Coach Prime, the more it's but like, man. The way he sees his team, mm -hmm. and he brought up what Andrew's been talking about, the 40-40-20 thing too. Um, I don't know exactly what... If you scroll up, he said it um, in more detail, Tiff. Um, right there, Gavin. Gavin said it. Thoughts on 40-40-20? I can't remember exactly what it is. Guys in the comments, if you could help me. It's like 40% um, grad transfers, 
forty percent recruits. I I can't remember exactly what it uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. Um, but he talked about that too. Anyways, huh. more news. Unless you had something else. No, please. Anquan Fegans, twenty twenty five, composite or two four seven sports composite five star recruit. Um, the first safety overall in that class six overall player uh, was offered by Coach Prime and CU. Nice. Already, so he's already been hitting 2024 hard. Now he's going after 2025. Right. Uh, Zach says 20% high school players. So there you go. So 40. So I'm guessing 40. Grad transfers? 40% 40 grad grad. transfers. 40% regular transfers. There it is. And then 20 high schoolers. Very Very bottom. bottom. You'll get it. Yep. 40 grad, 40, grad, 40, 40 transfer, transfer, multiple years eligibility, and 20 high school players, 20% high school players. Huh. I mean, that's kind of how you that's do it That's a now. really interesting breakdown. Mm-hmm. 40 grad transfers is a ton. It makes sense, though. Coach Prime wants to win now. You don't win now yeah. with 2023 yeah, yeah. recruits. Yeah, absolutely. As important as they are, as impactful absolutely. as they can be, that's not how you win now. No, 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 no. Totally. Um, so, and it, I mean, with all the turnover, the roster's experienced through the years and it's gonna experience, has already experienced. Every college football program needs to have some upperclassmen. Right. It has to have some elder statesmen. And that's how you kind of get get to get grab those guys kind of naturally, you know. Yep. That makes uh, sense. Okay. I mean, just going through the prime tracker, that's it's been pretty on brand. Um guys like Savion Washington, uh Shador, Travis Hunter. Um, who else? Jada, BB, Cameron, Silman, Craig. These are transfers who have m- multiple years of eligibility yeah, remaining. Right. Um, right. and then there's a bunch of guys, uh, Leonard Payne, who's a grad transfer. Um, who else is a grad transfer here? Is um, I believe uh, Taj Alston is the edge from West Virginia. Levante Bentley, linebacker from Clemson. Um, is Cavasse Smoke a grad? He transfer? is a grad transfer also, and we will get to him very shortly. Yeah, I keep, I keep like jumping. That's all right. No, that's yeah. fine. Uh, there's a lot to get to. Eddie Pierre Lewis, 2024 four-star interior offensive lineman, has been offered. He's this uh, interior defensive lineman. Sorry, I think uh, 16th defensive lineman in the class according to 247 Sports Composite, 148th. 148th overall. I cannot say these numbers today. <laughs> Killing me. Um, but, man, he is uh, really going after the beef in these, not this most immediate class, but the 24 and 25 classes. Yeah, seems like it. He is trying to get the best of the best. Um, it says... Yeah, loading up in the trenches. So this is why I'm confused, because 247 Sports has him listed at interior offensive line, but then when you go to their rankings, it says 16th ranked D-line. Oh man, another two way player. He's a two way player. Yep. Worked primarily at left that. guard on offense. Love that. Two way trench player? <laughs> two way trench players. Come on, man. It doesn't get Crazy. better than that. Um, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. Do you worry at all that 20? I mean, I guess 23, you're only going to be so stout in the trenches and you can, you, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, We've talked about it. The grad transfers and the JUCO transfers are making up a lot of mm-hmm. who's going to be playing a lot on both sides of the line. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Next guy, uh, 
This was interesting. He was supposed to visit last week, and Tyrone Broden was supposedly scheduled to visit, but I think he ended up going to Penn State and OU instead. Mm, okay. Said he was going to announce his commitment two days ago yesterday. Yeah. Then yesterday he says, no, I'm delaying my commitment. And maybe he actually wants to come visit. All right. Who knows? All right. Uh, we'll find out more about that. Uh, Tiff, I sent you a tweet. If you could pull it up and show it to the people. This was pretty hype. Um, there's sound, too, if you want to unmute it. You might be playing that one day, man. Maybe. Hopefully. Imagine I can play for Colorado and then go play for them. I ain't even got to move. <laughs> How hype is that? <laughs> That's amazing. You might be playing that I one mean, day, it's... For one, just seeing him on that drive with that we've all done a million times. Right. And um, then, yeah, hearing him about becoming a Bronco and stuff would be exciting, especially because I think of him as a Bronco as a, a wide receiver. Be Since amazing. That's what you keep harping on. Uh, um, he yeah. would fit really nicely. Is what just what the doctor ordered. He would fit really nicely. Yeah. Last piece of news. It's been mentioned in the chat. Cavassier Smoke is transferring to CU. The Buffs finally get a running back. They've been trying so hard through the portal to get a big back, a bruising back. Uh, they lost out on Ray Davis. Uh, they were interested in, I believe, the uh, South Carolina back who ended up committing to USC. Whatever back ended up committing to USC was someone who they were interested in. But Cavassier Smoke, a grad transfer, has played the last five years at Kentucky, I believe, um, with that extra year of el eligibility. Uh, stats, they're not fantastic. I mean, he split a lot of backfield reps. Yeah, I mean, they've, um, they've had some good running backs there and some productive running backs, yeah. And he's played with a lot of them, too. Yeah, yep, exactly. Um, so going back to 2018, Covassier Smoke, 1,583 rushing yards on 291 attempts. That's a 5.4 yards per carry average with 13 touchdowns. Um, receiving numbers, not very impactful, though. 11 receptions, 98 yards. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Um, yeah, a guy who is used in some interesting ways at Kentucky, sometimes even as the lead blocker. Um, he's bigger. He's wide. He's a downhill running yep. back. He's going to be physical. And, um, and it's exciting to have a guy that can add that sort of element to the offense right now and coming from a Kentucky offense that like was a, that was like a tone setting type of unit, you know, they mm -hmm. would get downhill and, and make things happen. Seems like a pretty solid one cap back, you know? Um, so yeah. Yep. Really that's, rounds that's out exciting. that. Go ahead. No, it's exciting oh. to Adam and oh, for sure. he should compliment Edwards, especially really nicely, you know? Yeah. As Sean said in the comments, Chris Rodriguez has been a dog at running back. Absolutely. For them. Uh, he went ran for almost 1,400 yards and 10 touchdowns last year. So Cavassier Smoke, I mean, he just helps round out the room, I feel like. Uh, we already talked a lot about Dylan Edwards, and we'll talk a lot about him as we move forward into the season. They have Deion Smith, a guy who went through a lot of injuries but played nicely at times for the Buffs last year. And, of course, Anthony yeah. Hankerson as a freshman. Yep. So now you have Hankerson as a bruiser, kind of do-it-all type thing. Same with Smoke. Yep. Now you got Deion Smith as a change of pace back, plus the blazing speed of Dylan Edwards. Right. 
Victor Venn is also in the rotation. He was a freshman last weekend yeah, or last we th- year. We think he'll actually stay. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. yeah, I think he went to one of these high schools that we talked about a lot, where like notable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know Hankerson went to um, St. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. Victor yeah, Venn Ben was fairly highly rated, rated right? Uh, three star guy, yeah. But uh, Buford, Georgia, Buford High School. Okay. So he's so in he a hotbed. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, how they use Edwards is going to be the really interesting part mm-hmm. of all this, right? Oh yeah. Is he just going to be a classic scat back? Do you you know? I tweeted out yesterday. So uh, Wandale type packet. Right. You know, like there's there's a lot of different ways he can go about this. Smoke. Does he become a Percy Harvin type? Like <sighs> I don't know. I, I mean, we'll see. He can do whatever they want him to do. Oh, he's that kind of talent, you know, and mm-hmm. you just want to get the ball to in his hands in space. That's the position. Get mm-hmm. the ball to him in, in, in space. That's just it. Have him return kicks. Even. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. So how he can complement this. Smoke, the way he plays, he could even, like, he could be part of a two-back set. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think they'll do that. They'll have to do, Sean Lewis has done that at times at Kent yeah. State on film. Yeah. And he loves that the contrast in backs, too. The the big bruiser, which will be your smoke and your hankerson, mm-hmm. and then your uh, the hammers, if you will, and then your lightning guys in right. Dion and um, Dylan Edwards. Not bad. Apparently, Victor Venn, uh, track star, also. Uh, right, right, yep, yep. Ran a PR of ten point six in the one hundred meter dash. That is pretty damn fast, and he was the anchor for his team, his high school track team. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking about smoke, shout out to Jive Hive. New partner. New partner. Buffs colors. You see that logo? Yeah. Um, I mean, the logo itself might give you like Georgia Tech Mm -hmm. vibes, but it's Buffs colors. Yep. For sure. Black and gold, baby. Yes, sir. Uh, Jive Hive is a virtual dispensary on wheels. Yes. And they want... You guys to know that not all highs are created equal. There you go. Uh, they have convenient pricing. Uh, pri- they offer the privacy and security that anonymity. Did I say that right? Yes, you anonymity. Be, yes. Um, and of course, you can just have. What's that? <laughs> she uh, also mispronounced it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just struggling today. I'm sorry. No, you're you're great. You can avoid driving through the bad weather and snow. Also, if you're already partying, partying, just have Jive Hive come through, exactly. deliver exactly. your product to you. Visit JiveHive.com, that's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com, and get your order delivered the same day or schedule a delivery window, and we will be there to say hi. Now serving Monument, Falcon, Peyton, Fountain, Woodland Park, Security, Widefield, Aurora, Greenwood Village. That's JiveHive, J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E dot com. Also, Very shout nice. out to Illegal Pete's, Whew. where it's a new year. Many people doing the New Year's resolution, new diet thing. Well, Illegal Pete's is here to help you out with their new menu of endless options of fresh ingredients that can fit into almost any diet or dietary restriction. Uh, try to refreshing Hoplark Citra at any Illegal Pete's location. It's everything you love about an ice-cold beer, except it's dry, January-friendly. Illegal Pete's is our go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Shout-out to Illegal Pete's. We love them. All right. 
Let's get into predictions. <laughs> Rub that crystal ball. Oh, yes. Try to clear your mind. Yes, yes. Zen in. Mm. Exactly. Very We're good. Ready. Very good, Jake. Thank you. You already did this exercise. I already did this exercise. So Where can people find it? Go to thedmbr.com. Hell yeah. This is diehard content. If you guys want to sign up, you can sign up on the site. You get a free shirt at sign up. Merch discounts, bar discounts. Yep. Um, exclusive event, merch. Exclusive merch. Exclusive uh, offers to events also. Exactly. Exactly. Um, get and all that. your great content, Jake. Of course. All and of everyone it. else's. And you can join the Discord. Oh, my gosh. The lounge? You going to lounge yep. it up? Talk some buffs on there? Hell, yeah. Stay the, on top of all the latest uh, recruiting <laughs> we stuff? We try our best. Oh, man. Just just like the, the buffs YouTube chat, but all day, every day. Yep. Okay. Um, the Discord okay. is popping. It sure is. Um, it sure is. There's always a conversation going on in there. So, anyways, yeah. Check out the dmbr.com. Sign up to be a diehard today. Let's talk about this, though. I... I wrote 20 of them. We're not going to talk about all 20. Right. You got to go read. Go like my guy put in the work. We're just not we're not recycling content. But you checked it out. I did. I enjoyed and, it. Uh, you, it nice. you found some that were pretty interesting. Fast-paced, yeah. That you wanted to talk about. And maybe yeah. you can give out some of your own after we do all this. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Which one do you want to start on? Let's start right off the top. Cormani McLean commits to the CU buffs. All right. You're calling it. You're calling your shot. Mm-hmm. I'm more intrigued by Carmani McLean every single day and the situation that arises. I can't believe we finally get to find out Sunday. I also thought it was really interesting that, like, um, Jaheim Singletary is coming available from Georgia, both Florida boys. Right. Um, he's from Lakeland, uh, while Jaheim is from Jacksonville, but, you know. And um yeah, he would be he would be an immediate plug and play star. Like as great as Shador and Travis Hunter and Dylan Edwards have been, this feels like at, at least for the 2023 recruiting class, it's a different tier of win that Coach Prime hasn't been able to bring home just yet. So like to do that again, like two months into the job would be massive. For sure. He'd be the first five star commit um in this year's class. Yep. Coach Prime yep. already got right. a five star, but it's in twenty twenty five, Winston right. Watkins Jr. Right. Um but Carmine, yeah, like Travis Hunter is a five star, but like right. that's a transfer. transfer but yeah. Yes. Um but also interesting, I I don't think he's a, a slash player, a two way player. No. But right. this would be the fashion that he got Travis Hunter last year, where Travis Hunter was a Florida State lock the entire year. Uh, he, of course, took it all the way up to signing day and then flipped. Oh, man. Cormani McLean isn't taking it all the way that far, but it's pretty damn close. It, it'll be two weeks out from signing day. Um, and let's just talk about it. We've talked about it many times already, but, man, it is... When you're committed to a school and you've been committed to a school for... What is that? Almost two months now, two yeah. and a half months almost yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And then you announce that you're committing again. You're not going to commit to the same school, would you? Or you would think at least. It's a great point. We'll see. It's a great point. He throws out January 15th. January 15th is this weekend. I know a lot of other schools are doing it, but the Buffs are going to be having some people coming in town. Maybe we see Carmani McLean 
in the indoor practice facility with a with a Porsche or McLaren oh, man. for his commitment pick. What's the weather like this weekend? <laughs> are these are these kids going to enjoy out. what they find? There's still snow when on the field they come at Folsom. to Boulder. I mean, epic, epic. That today was a gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Sun is just day today. beaming, guys. Um, Let's do that weekly or daily weather update for those. Yeah, fifty-one, fifty-five, partly cloudy, high of forty-two Sunday. That's not bad. Not bad at all. That's not bad one bit. Hmm. So stay tuned. That's the first prediction. Oh man, I'm all I in. rattled off. That'd be in that piece. Huge. I would love that so much. Your second one is ESPN College Game Day comes to Boulder. Yep. Yep. Would be massive. Ryan will tell you how many times, you know, how that's the the scoop he got wrong that really kills him from that rye season in 2015, 2016. Yeah, um, where we really thought Washington State visiting the Buffs and whoever won that was like going to the Pac-12 championship. Mm-hmm. Um, that that college game day was going to come and then they switched last minute. So Ryan got the scoop wrong. It's been a while, as you mentioned in the article. Since 96, game day hasn't been to Boulder. Almost 20 years. Yeah, that's wild. Isn't um, that crazy? It means they're playing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Or they come early for the Nebraska game because the hype around the program is just so great. Right. I mentioned all the home games. Um, what in the seems more likely to you? Nebraska or right. the Nebraska field? Nebraska or like they're 6-2, and two, you know, going into like early November. So game day is like, shit, we got to come. So come see Prime and Boulder. Quick rankings then. I would say Nebraska is number one. That's the most likely game that would happen. Okay. Number two, okay. I'm going to skip over Colorado State. I'm going to go to USC. Because, Visiting. yes, you have Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley, and company coming into town. Um, we don't know when it is yet, of course. Right. And if their record is good. Right. Yeah, all of a sudden it's Shador versus Caleb Williams. It's Lincoln Riley versus Dion. Like this mm-hmm. is fun. Um, the other games okay. are just. I mean, you've sold me on that one. So it it go Nebraska, USC, and then below that I'd probably have Colorado State just because of the rivalry. Haven't played in what three years or so, and right. that's only because I mean Oregon State is a good team. Maybe I'd actually put them over CSU. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I certainly would. DJU coming to town. Uh-huh. I mean. They kicked the shit out of the Buffs last year, and that's kind of a blueprint for teams that aren't rebuilding as quickly as CU are. Mm. Oregon State is the blueprint to get better in college football now. Um, and then Stanford and Arizona are the other two teams. The Arizona one would be fun. I don't know if that's game day caliber, though. I mean, JDL versus uh, Shador and the Buffs would be fun, but maybe not game day worthy. So... Again, Nebraska, USC, Oregon State, Colorado State, in that order, I think are the most likely game day games. I think you went out on a limb. I think it's I think it's pretty unlikely. Game day? Really? We'll see. I, I would love to see a schedule and see what other like week one That's... matchups we can expect, right? Because it could just fall that it's like, yeah, I mean this. The CU Nebraska matchup has storylines galore. 
uh, both these programs feel back or like, you know, the fan bases are invigorated at least to feel back and we make it happen. But if there's like, you know, a Georgia, Oregon equivalent right. being played that week, it's going to be real tough. That's the only wrench is yeah. I haven't been able to dig into everyone else's non-conference schedule yet and really find right, those and other don't, headliners. Right, we don't know exactly where everyone falls either with yep. the schedules not finalized yet. Um, Next one. I love number three. The Buffs beat both Nebraska and Colorado State. I mean, Colorado State, it's not really a conversation. Sorry, Justin. But uh, it's, yeah, it's not. They sh- if they beat Nebraska, they're going to beat Colorado State. They'll be double-digit favorites against the Rams. Yes. Um, Nebraska, do you know who will be playing quarterback? That's a great question. It Dre. won't be the Texas transfer anymore. He was like a grad transfer, right? Or does he have some eligibility to left? That um, would be my biggest. Do they have another Martinez waiting in the wings? <laughs> I know. That's a story as old as time. I think... Casey Thompson was the And it's funny, like, your new listeners, your new readers might not even think that's much of a bold prediction. Right. But if you covered and watched this Buffs program last year, that's a really bold prediction. It would, I mean, no matter what happens in the TCU game, you come out, you beat Nebraska, that could just set the tone for the whole season. Oh, 100%. It's also just going to, like... The way the atmosphere is, the atmosphere and that game is just going to be hyped up to a point of really feeling like great. Yeah, it looks like Casey Thompson would be their quarterback next year. Yeah, looking at that also, I don't recognize these other names behind him. Uh uh-uh. uh. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Give me the buffs in that one. Um, um, you want to talk about number five or number six? Let's go. I want to go to number five. Number five. You've been on this for a while. Yes. Travis Hunter. I'm predicting he primarily plays wide receiver next season. Especially if they get Cormani McLean. Because, yeah, you can think about it. It's tantalizing to have Hunter and McLean. Amazing caveat to throw in there. But... I feel like getting Cormani McLean just kind of frees up Travis Hunter to go play wide receiver. Also, how much does Coleman not come in in the end impact you wanting right. Travis Hunter at wide receiver? Now? Right. Yeah. Like two weeks ago, we think Coleman's coming and Cormani McLean might be a little more of a long shot. Mm-hmm. That's kind of flipped. Yep. And he's Nebraska so your now. Travis right? Hunter perspective okay. yep. needs to. Wow, crazy. We'll see, man. I that's. He is special. He's going to play both ends. I, I know people are saying he's going to play both. I, he's going to play both ends. As he should. I mean, that's going to be fun. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, he's going to play one position more than the other. And I'm betting he plays wide receiver more than he plays cornerback next year. Also, you're just like high on him playing wide receiver at a high level. Yes. Yeah. I <laughs> Which think, I appreciate. Yeah. The chemistry between, between him and Shador must be uh, further explored. Has to be. Can we talk about six? Yeah, let's talk about six. We talked about that one a lot. This is just a life goal. Uh, you can call it that. <laughs> Number six is the DMVR Buffs podcast goes fishing with Travis Hunter. This is something... Uh, you a big fisherman? I've... No, but huh? I've been a few times. That's and great. I That's do vibe great with start. it for sure. You vibe with it. Yes. That's your vibe. I mean, I'm not a big mountains, like spend a day in the uh-huh. mountains, yeah, spend yeah. a weekend, but a day on the lake? 
Not bad, huh? Just just casting out there, just maybe a beer or two. Good times, good stories. Okay, I love that. That's what it's about that. right there. Yeah, sounds good. Um, I think you can make it happen, man. I believe in you. I, I think, think if you too. want... If you want to go fishing with Travis Hunter, you can make it happen. I believe in you, True. We'll see. Yeah, uh, we, we will. <laughs> Big LT says uh, he's always labeled himself as a cornerback. Um, interesting, though, because Coach Prime said that Travis Hunter loves playing wide receiver more than he likes playing cornerback. Check That's out, part of the reason why I think that prediction I'm so in on. Check out Jake's film room where he really breaks down the case for both um, really nicely. I just think that really helps educate that. Um, number 16, Coach Prime wins Pac-12 Coach of the Year. Yes. You might have gone too bold on me. You think so? <sighs> so the thing is, there were a lot of ranked programs in this conference last year. Right. Which is going to help Coach Prime. Because, you know, like, Washington really has to have a massive glow up when they already ended the year ranked top like eighth overall to for that coach to win coach of the year lincoln riley usc it's probably out mm -hmm. it's not happening oregon bo Nix is there like ah whittingham whittingham's done it at utah for what two decades post urban meyer yep that he's not getting it mm -hmm. oregon state i don't know the beavers glow up came like a couple years ago last year like you didn't win it those years. You're not winning now. Jonathan Smith could have won it last year, and I would have been perfectly probably should fine. Have he probably played. should have. Honestly, who ends up winning it? It was DeBoer from Washington. Yeah, I can't argue against that. I know those turnarounds were amazing. I know, but I'm man. Oregon State kind of just came out of nowhere, and they beat the shit yeah. out of some teams. Oh no, they because they play Florida? big boy football. Yeah, yeah, they play big boy football. They beat them or they covered the spread, which was what ten or more. Against them? They trounced them 30 to 3. Yeah. Huh? Yikes. Um, UCLA, Chip Kelly's not like the glow up's not enough. They've been ranked two years in a row. Uh, so then it's yeah. prime against Wazoo's coach, who again they were they were ranked at times last Diker, year. Yep. Man, Kim Ward coming back. They could have a glow up season. Sure. He could be a good candidate. Arizona, their turnaround's really been impressive the last couple of years. Definite candidate. Lost their best receiver, though. Or yes. one of their best yes. receivers. But returned their quarterback. I mean, again, like you could right. go from five and seven, uh, I don't know, nine and four. Like, mm -hmm. look, that's ambitious, but Cal, Stanford, eh. No. ASU, new coach. Everyone's excited about Dillingham, like is it? Dillingham, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be prime, you would think, would it would be between prime and the two Arizona schools. I like his chances in that, and when you break it down that way. And then I guess or with Oregon State and Washington maybe still being in the mix and Wazoo being in that range too. It would just be tough, I think, if the Pac-12 finally gets a playoff team. <laughs> because well, great point. At that point, it's just kind of like, well, they finally did it. <laughs> So right, like Lincoln Riley just gets it for going undefeated. Right, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe so. that felt extra bold. Just year one, I I so don't know what to expect. Expect uh, some fun times. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm all in. I'm all in. Absolutely. Um, what do you want to do? Another one? I thought the class rankings were really interesting. You know, um, number eighteen or seventeen. 
19. Let's go oh, 19, 19 on 24 recruiting class. Ah, the juicy we'll one. We'll have three five-star recruits. So CU has only had three five-stars commit to them in this modern recruiting era, not including Travis Hunter, just pure recruits committing. In the Cumulative. 20- Yes. Oh, wow. That's yes. crazy. Okay. In the 2024 class alone, there are 27 five-star recruits, right? Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Coach Prime has offered. Count them off I for love me, this okay? so much. Mike Matthews. Yep. KJ Bolden. Yep. Micah Hudson. Yep. TJ Capers, yep. who I think cl- committed to Louisville, but we've seen that commits a year out don't really time. mean anything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. David Stone. Yep. Cameron Davis. That's six. Justin Scott. Uh huh. Elijah Rushing. Uh huh. And Sammy Brown. Okay. Was that nine or eight? That's nine. So you're saying we only need uh, a third of those nine to come mm-hmm. to Boulder. And that's just who's been offered. He could offer the, the right. other it's 20 early for 24. Yeah. yeah. So, and guys could just become five stars too. Highly rated five, four stars sure. that have a great right. year next right, year. Right, right. Um, huh. Yeah. So, uh, Julian Humphrey. Yeah, we talked about uh, Humphrey. We'll see, man. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the point is, next year we're predicting that the Buffs have more five-star recruits or equal five-star recruits than they've had in their history up until this point. Modern era. It's not far-fetched. It's not far-fetched, which is what makes it seem kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, you know, guys in the chat, or you got to understand, this still kind of seems surreal to me. I'm not doing this every day like <laughs> right. you are. Right. Um, that, you know, this college football program I know and love and enjoy so much is at this point where we can dream big like this. It's, it's pretty mesmerizing, and I love David's uh, bold... Bold take is expect better than a one and eleven. God, oh, I hope yeah. so. Yeah. God, I hope so. Yeah. Do you want to make a few bold predictions? Do you have any off the top of your head you'd like to throw out for the Buffs I next d- year? I really don't. I don't know what what even is bold anymore. That's right. That was me writing yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the thing. Like nothing even feels bold. I think. I think oh, bold in twenty three is over. Over seven wins is bold. Um, being able to really compete in the trenches feels bold. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else feels like it's kind of on the table. Yep, for sure. It's kind of on the table. And it's also great unknown. Like, we just... Yeah. It's the truth of it. Like there's, a, there's a lot we've yet to learn. Um, right, that's the other... Right, you're like... The, this is it's all like a speculative stock like yeah. mm-hmm. we're like trying to buy a stock for a company that hasn't even launched yet it right. feels like yeah. you know it's we're like still a, uh, it's like an exciting start it's like Elon Musk's next project yeah. you know it's like <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know? um, um i like coach prime a lot more than elon right now though maybe all time for sure easily. not even a competition yeah. uh, also like swag and cool points we're just like on other planets oh so, for, yeah 100 yes I uh, that's it se says nine and four with a bowl victory that'd be amazing too and that uh, would cover, yes sign me up that would cover multiple predictions if you guys want to read the rest over at the dmvr.com do it i'm a diehard do it um lawrence asks who's visiting this weekend 
we'll kind of talk about that tomorrow, man. We'll get more into this weekend and what to expect. Um, guys who are publicly saying they're visiting. Of course, if you want the full inside scoop, subscribe to Buff Stampede. Our guy Adam Munster Tiger does a great job, and he covers that end tremendously well. Yeah, and has for a gajillion years. Yeah. DraftKings Sportsbook? DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook. NFL wildcard week. Jakester and I got to talk about it on bets for a second. Right now, new users can bet $5 on a pregame NFL money line for wildcard week and win $200 in free bets. When you do, it's an outstanding deal. Use that code DNVR at sign up. That's on top of all the great pre-cooked parlays, parlay boosts, SGP, SGPXs, where you can parlay SGPs together, the amazing customer service they have, the amazing super quick payouts they have, the app that is awesome and is what I go to to even find like puck drop times because they're not oh, yeah. accurate on other apps, but oh, the yeah. sportsbook has you covered. Scores. Scores, amazing. What a concept. Um, <laughs> odds on the Broncos next head coach. Odds on where Derek Carr may go next. Anything and everything they cover, the, they've got you covered, and they are the true homies, the kings of Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and our dearest exclusive gambling partner. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Gambling prong call 1-800-522-4700. Figure that, uh, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd give you a break well for a done. sec. Take that read for you. you. That's the one I know, luckily. So. <laughs> you did very well. Yeah. Probably better yeah. than I would have. Oh, thanks. Thanks. A lot of our friends in the chat today. Nicholas, good to see you. Travis, good to see you. Sean, good to see you. Lawrence, I saw Jamel in there also. What an awesome community you have here, man. Yeah. I love it. It's I been love amazing. It so much. Yeah. It's kind um, of a treat to be on here anytime you have me come on because because of that great audience. And obviously, I love love podcasting with my guy. You know, I've yep. been doing it for a minute. So, um, okay, let's I've get to questions. Enough. Yeah, let's get to questions. Um, let's try to get to 150 likes today. We usually try to do 200. We took the day off. I get it. Oh, I man, get it. Well, losing some momentum. But, huh? but 200 cheat day would gotcha. be nice. 200 would be, would be nice. amazing. I know you guys have it in you. If 150 is what we must settle for, then then 150 it shall be. I'm just saying, I, I yeah. get it. We're not we coach time. We can't yeah. aspire to <laughs> outlandish numbers every single day of right. our lives. Right. Like, oh, what can you expect? You know, sometimes sometimes we ju we just feel like three stars. You know, yes. not every day you're a five star every <laughs> right. day. Like, sorry guys. So. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll accept it. We'll accept it. A good amount of super chats to get to. Yeah, this is great. Thank uh, you all. Samad, my guy, what is up, dude? He says, what do y'all think? One, Philip Webb, linebacker, LSU. Two, Jaheim Singletary, defensive back, Georgia. Three, Eric Gilbert, tight end, Georgia. Ethan Carter, linebacker, Utah. Keontae Goodwin, offensive tackle, Kentucky. Marquise Robinson, defensive tackle, Auburn, wide receiver, Broden, Cephas, Demis, and Hooks. My guy, Samad, we've been talking a lot on Twitter. Uh, this is his top list of guys he wants the most in Colorado. Um, yeah. Great list. Singletary would be amazing. You could add uh, the other Georgia transfer we yep. talked about. Mm -hmm. I wonder where Samad would rank him. Um 
Eric Gilbert? Like, is that even a possibility? Eric Gilbert? Why not? Are you kidding me? Why not? That would be, that would top my list. Yeah. Dude's a freak, man. <laughs> That'd be insane. Also, the way they use that two tight end system yeah. at Georgia, I'd be, I'd be like kind of shook if they were able to pull them because, you know, they're going to, Darnell Trail. Washington transferred today or oh, not um, declared, declared for the NFL draft. So now it would be just Gilbert and Bowers. A couple of years ago when I first saw Gilbert signed and I was like, what are, it felt very like uh, when A&M was loading up on all those quarterbacks, you know, mm -hmm. then was like, yeah, no, no shit. Kyle Allen's leaving. Like, yeah, no, no shit. Kyler is leaving. Like you guys overdid it. Someone right. overdid it with the quarterbacks. Felt like that for a minute with Georgia. But Munkin's been so good at implementing those tight ends that it kind of right. hasn't mattered. If you could get Eric Gilbert, I'm losing my mind. Gilbert with Sadu Treor. Whew. That insane, is a big and athletic man. duo. That'd be insane. It'd be 12 personnel all day if I was Right, and then offense. all of a sudden Oregon State comes to town. And it's like, who do you think you're intimidating? You yep. think you can play big boy <laughs> yeah. football? Let me have, you know, old Smoke give you a couple <laughs> yeah, snaps sure. and teach you what big boy football really is. <laughs> Love um, that. That'd be, a, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. You got me hyped on that one. Uh, super chat from Sparky Buff. Sparky Buff is back. Good to see you, man. Let's go, Sparky. Slightly off topic, but I can't stand Nebraska. I'd rather be dead than red. Yes, sir. I enjoy the color red. Hey. I'll say more and more. More than I love a certain football program, I hate Nebraska. My hate for Nebraska runs deeper than okay, my love good. for anyone else. Okay. That's crazy. I hate those guys. We all do. Yeah. It's and go to Lincoln, watch a game. Like great experience. Right. Good cool fans. They they love the sport. And I, I love people who love the sport. It's a sport I love. But screw those guys. Screw those guys. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Next super chat from Big Burn A. What's the deal with Drew Carter? Is he returning? And if so, do you see him competing second, third string spot? Uh Drew Carter is a... Uh, yeah, what you hear? I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves this program at some point. And I do not expect him to compete for third or second string. Well, I would be very shocked if he does. Right. Um, yeah, same... Not trying to dog, but it's kind of same with JT Shrout, too. Writing's on the walls, guys. It makes sense. It makes sense. They, they probably need to go to a slightly lower level to kind of get, I, I, you know, I, no shade, but like right. a, a G5 might be well, a little slightly better suited. I don't know. And especially if they bring in another quarterback via the portal. Writing's yeah, definitely no, on mean, the wall at that point. Shrout for sure feels. Oh, like. yeah. But Carter, too, like even with them not getting Coleman, like the wide receiver depth is mm -hmm. just yeah, too much. What else we got? From Ivy League Mac, does CU have any Alabama transfers on the team? I don't think so. Looks like a gentleman's agreement between Coach Prime and Saban. Yeah, we've talked about that a lot, RK and I have. Um, There's one from last year, right? Tommy Brown last yeah. year entered as a grad transfer. He actually had another year of eligibility. He told us after the Utah game, which was the final game, he hadn't made a decision. He's in the video of Coach Prime addressing the team. He's kind of in the back, though. Um, I mean, obviously kind of toeing the line there. So maybe the siding. Uh -huh. Haven't heard anything though. So. He'd have size. It'd be a decent depth piece with where the O line is now. He was solid um, for them last year too. Good player. He was. It's uh, 
Yeah, it's interesting how that works out. I remember Saban right around the years where Kirby had left and Mel Tucker, you know, Mel Tucker had left right around that same time. He's talking about how I just can't understand how some coaches leave here because we've helped them build up their careers to be in a position to leave. Mm -hmm. And then they'll try to poach some of my coaches and they don't understand why I might have an issue with that. Right. Um, so Saban can be a very like, mm -hmm. um, that mm. was in the Belichick Saban documentary, I think. Yeah. So, you know, you want to get on Saban's good side, do stuff like that. They're friends. Obviously they have commercials together. They were on game day together on Monday. Um, DB gurus. Yeah, that too. Among the most knowledgeable and respected defensive back opinions in the coaching world. 100 percent yeah. and to that point um i forget who asked that question uh sorry forgot your name already but um to that point i think that's kind of why charles kelly's coming in too i think coach prime was like look if you give us if you give me coach kelly let him coach my defense we have a we have an agreement here uh -huh. i won't take your players it's not bad well and that's that's a great point because with a former alabama coach You'd think they'd be right. They'd be falling. Ready yeah. to, uh, yeah, right. Okay. The guys who he recruited and yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah, It'd make a ton of sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next question. Great Tiff. question. How's the depth looking for the team so far? Better, better for sure. Um, offensive line, defensive lines is looking much better. Um, I still think they need another, at least one more receiver through the portal. Just uh -huh. an established type of veteran. Um, obviously, it's a very talented receiving core. Yeah. But it's a lot of young guys. Hopkins right. and, um, God, the other four-star. I can't remember his name right now. Uh, young guys, obviously. Yeah. Jimmy Horn, I believe he is in his sophomore, junior season. Mm -hmm. um, so he's an older guy. But you get another guy, maybe someone that has some size, Tyrone Broden, right, who's right, played right. a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's how you really round out this receiving core nicely. Um, in terms of other positions, running back, I love that they got smoke now. That really helps out that room. Yeah, that's huge. Could add another quarterback transfer, as I said, but uh, maybe another linebacker, some pass rushing too. So it's better. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, talking through it, it doesn't pass sound great, for sure. yeah. but it's better than it was. Yeah, totally, totally. Sean, what's up, man? I forgot to ask on Monday, but did anyone keep receipts on the supposed cousin? Of Keyshawn Silver that said he was coming. I, w I don't know who that was. Um, Dre, we uh, we on Monday did a show. Um, I believe it was Monday. All these shows run together now. Sure, of course. But uh, Ryan and I, we were ranking. Uh, we did a tier list for potential transfer players. And Keyshawn Silver comes up. He was a former, I believe, five-star player, um, five-star recruit. He played at North Carolina. Someone comes in the comments and says... I'm cousins with Keyshawn Silver. He said he's coming to see you. And we were like, well, comment says so. We threw him up and he coming. He committed somewhere else. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Not, not keeping the cousins in the loop as much as we'd like. That's yeah, a shame. He's going That's to play at Kentucky. Oh, man. He ain't I'm, coming. I'm sure the, that Kentucky podcast is getting his comments yeah. now. So that's great. That's he's great. A, Using the comments of locked on wildcats yeah, exactly, or whatever. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yep. 
Absolutely. Um, keep smashing that thumbs up, guys. We're almost to 150. Almost to 150. Come on, we can get there. Sport Geek, what players from last year's roster do you expect to make a jump? Um, another prediction, if you go to our 20 bold predictions, or my 20 bold predictions for CU, uh, Van Wells is a guy who, he was all PFF uh, freshman team last year, played really well, was probably the best offensive lineman week in, week out for them. Mm-hmm. I expect him to only get better. Um, the coaches raved about him constantly. Uh, Nico Reed, I'm a huge fan of. Trevor Woods, I'm a fan of. Hankerson could have a big jump at running back, too. Um, it's a real shame that Jordan Tyson got hurt because, man, he would have been a huge candidate yeah. to just blow up this year. So maybe Montana. That's yeah, a massive bummer. When do you think Tyson should be back? Well, Coach Sanford told us that he expects him to play in 23. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say what the injury is, but it's not. Uh, it was season ending. It's not catastrophic, though. Okay. It's nothing out of the realm okay. of what we expect when it comes to football. Right. And uh, so right. he should be back on the field. Um, there's a handful of guys. Montana Lamonius Craig, I could see making a step up. Yeah, at that's a good two. one for sure. I mean, Wells and Nico Reed are great ones, though. Mm-hmm. Yep, Trevor Woods thrown there too, I guess. Yeah, can Nico get moved inside? Probably. He doesn't really have the length or like the height. Yeah. Um he's got the speed. So right. Sure. Yeah, maybe well. more suited in the nickel, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. especially if you get Carmani McLean. Well that's and you have a new de facto cornerback one. Right. Yeah. And you have Travis Hunter who can also play right. outside. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Could you imagine uh, that cornerback room? That'd be absurd. Uh, I hope it happens. With what we had to watch last I year? Know. Oh my God. That'd be amazing. That'd be like that'd be as good as the Rise secondary. Dude, it'd be better which had than three NFL corners on it. Two years ago when they had Christian Gonzalez and Mikai Blackman. Right. You lose them for a year and then you get Travis Hunter and Carmani McLean potentially. <sighs> Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, that would not be bad at all. Another super chat. Joe Black. How do the opposing teams plan a strategy against CU when there's no film of them together as a unit? Kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a pretty big advantage for them See going into the first more. month of the season. Yeah. Sonny Dykes has got his uh, hands right. full in game planning for... I mean, honestly, you might be better suited watching Jackson State tape than oh. you are. Jackson State 2022 CU, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Take, is Sonny Dykes becoming a DMVR subscriber? Is he, <laughs> is he a diehard? Sonny, are you a diehard? You, you're reading Jake's film room yeah, to gonna... prepare for week one? Man, what a bummer. You got to you gotta put those both behind the paywall. I don't want anyone scheming them up uh, yeah. unnecessarily, you know? Um, I don't want to give away any secrets, bro. <laughs> He is, uh, yeah, he's going to be all over those film rooms to try and get the, the leg up. I think so, yeah. Um, you'd be watching, if you're trying to prepare for this team early in the season next year, you're watching Jackson State to learn about Shador and to learn about uh, you know Tyler Brown, the corners, yes. the safeties that came in, Travis Hunter, of course. Then you're watching Kent State to learn about more scheme-wise kind of tendency type of things. Mm-hmm. And then you're probably watching Alabama to see what you can learn from Charles Kelly's defense. I mean, it's crazy. Very That's crazy. That's wild. Um, this is a great one. Throw it up. From Sean again. 
Is there any smoke with Rashada to see you? I haven't seen anything yet. Do you know who uh, Jaden Rashada is? I don't. I was going to ask. So he is a four-star cornerback. Quarterback, I believe, not corner. Um, with a Q. Quarterback. QB. Taking snaps Slinging from the, the rock. center and throwing the ball forward. Slinging the rock, okay. yeah. I, Running back next to him, behind the center usually. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I've, um, I've watched football before. <laughs> ball nowhere, yeah. Okay, ball okay. Um, he was, excuse me, committed to Florida and supposedly requested that his letter of intent was released. Uh, speculation is he is not getting the NIL money that he apparently agreed to with them. Um, among many things, I also saw that man. I think this was on Instagram. He didn't break it, but Haas Fawcett from On Three, the guy who does all the graphics and stuff, he posted a DM of Rashada messaging him, asking him where he got that information from. So. It's a lot of he said, she said, who knows what's really going on, agreements not being fulfilled. Um, to answer your question, Sean, I do not know if there's legitimate interest. Um, yeah. We'll see, though. As I continue to say, everyone and everything is on the table. Everything is on the table. You are right. Three more questions. 15 more thumbs up. We can do it, guys. Come on. Come on, guys. From Zach, is there a significant difference between grad slash non-grad transfers? Yeah. So, grad transfers. Um, obviously, if you graduated... For one, eligibility. Yes. Um, if you graduated early, even, you could enter as a grad transfer. Or if you just completed your degree in four or five years, whatever it is. Right. You are eligible to leave whatever team you were on and join another team immediately. Yeah. Um, Non-grad transfers are just guys who, I mean... It's so different now because yeah. you used to have to sit out a year right? Um, while grad transfers were a thing. So grad transfers were a thing, but you could enter the portal, but you'd have to sit out a year right. before you played at your new team. Now it's you can basically, you're basically like a grad transfer. You can just enter and mm -hmm. you can get immediate mm -hmm. um, eligibility. And then you have longer eligibility and your next transfer would force you to sit out a year now. Right. That's where that changes. Well, they've been talking about that. Did you see that? Uh-uh. News came out recently that they're thinking about messing with the transfer rules again. I think they're going to make it harder for people that enter the portal a second time. To, I don't know about enter the portal, but transfer over, basically. That's what they want to do. It's what I saw. If I'm, I would love for the NCAA to look into schools making NIL promises that they're then not keeping. Yeah. That's something I would love for them to get a yeah. little more done. Yeah, this situation you just described with Rashad is stupid. It's crazy. Yeah, it's absurd. And teams can get away with that because you can just lie to kids. There's no contract. You're not beholden to it, and it's that easy. You know, it's, yep. it's kind of messed up. Jay, I did not see the Buffs TV with Rick George yet. That's uh, on my list now, though. Eight more, guys. Eight more thumbs up. Come on, we can do it. Sean again. Do you all think the altitude... Yeah, altitude will impact Travis and other two-way players. No, I think, I mean, I wouldn't say Travis has adjusted to it yet. Travis is in uh, Jamaica now, I believe, too. Saw on his Instagram. Beautiful. Um, but uh, anyways, Travis is going to train here all through the summer yep. and the rest of the spring. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, the CU guys are going to be adjusted to the altitude much more before their opponents are. Yeah, CU um, guys will be just fine. Yeah, they'll be they'll be fine. It's the Nebraska game when those guys come in. I don't know what Nebraska's elevation is, but look for them to be sucking wind, and then even against TCU, just look for uh, the Buffs to be potentially more conditioned, just more in shape, just because they're right. used to the altitude. Hundred percent. Yeah. Three more thumbs up. One last question from Brandon. What do you guys think of the safety room slash corners? Um, it's on its way. It's on its way. What's most exciting, though, is the potential additions still to come to that group. Right. Which could really take it to the next level. It's a group you felt decent about going into last year, though, right? right? Like, yeah. And it sucks Lewis transferred. Uh, he entered the draft, actually. Oh, so great. he Well, he's okay. another guy who is like, he's played six years, five years, whatever it is. He got hurt last year. Uh, he entered the portal, and then he just decided, well, I think the writing was on the wall for him. That, uh, you should probably just enter the draft. Um, but just other guys who have come in. I'm going to update the Prime Tracker, by the way. I know I haven't done it in about Atta a week. Baby. There uh, we go. I'm going to do that once we get done with this show. I'll tweet that out. But Tavion Beasley, cornerback, he comes in from Jackson State. They brought in Miles Slusher. Uh, a few days ago, Arcane and I talked about that on Tuesday, I believe. Um, they've also brought in, uh, sorry, Travis Hunter, of course, Cameron Silman Craig from Jackson State. He plays safety. And then I don't think they've actually hit that room really hard in terms of this recruiting class. You have Jaden Milliner Jones. What is going oh, on? Oh, they're turning the lights on and off know. on you. They must have seen we got 150. Ah, let's go. Who else am I missing? Shiloh, someone added. Shiloh. Shiloh's going to come. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Um, yeah. Get Neely on the show and you'll get 500 plus likes. Neely's on the list, man. We'll, we're going to work on it. Rob J's going to come back at some point. We're going to get him back. Uh, of course, we hope. Bucky, Coach Prime is obviously top uh -huh, on the list. Uh huh. Uh, Neely's on the list for sure too. Travis is on the list. The whole Sanders uh, family. Whole Sanders family. Shador's on the list. Yeah. Uh, Shiloh. Shiloh. Throw him. What also, about Dion Junior. Yeah, Bucky. Oh, Bucky. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes um, chat. Help me out. How do you <laughs> say? <laughs> it's a lot, oh, man. Oh man, I can't believe it. Yeah, I went. The draft made me go name blind years ago. So, whoa. <laughs> um, chat, help me out. How do you pronounce Deion Sanders' youngest daughter's name? I know he calls her Bossy, but is it Shalomi or Shalomai? Because I know Shiloh says Shalomai, but he's a jokester, so I don't know if he's just joking. Shilomai. Shilomai. Okay. Thank you. Love that. Yeah, the whole the whole Sanders family. Yeah. And uh, she is going to be joining the team, the women's basketball team, this week. This week or next week. I can't oh, remember which. Awesome. Uh, she's going to redshirt. She's not going to play this year, but she's going to practice the rest of the year and uh, be on the team moving forward. Love that for us. Hell yeah. Exciting. Shello my. All right. Shello my. Great. Um, in Hebrew... To say hello or goodbye, you would say shalom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Drake. There's, there's, your, <laughs> there's your transition, buddy. <laughs> All right. Um, big LT talking about Mo Sims. Yep. He's another big addition. 
you know that? Do you know who Mo Sims is? I know. Uh, you know the national championship Georgia Bulldogs? I'm familiar with them. Yep, yep. He was their strength coach. He's CU strength coach now. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's this man do it? How's he do coach it, Prime Jake? Is wow. Crazy, He's crazy. Wow. Um, life just gets better by the day for Buff Nation. Yep. Incredible. Sure. Um, tomorrow we'll be back. Same time, same place. 3 p.m. We'll be previewing the weekend. I'm sure whatever else news that we have come out. Um, you have anything else? You good? You I'm here? good. I'm good. It's Cormani McLean weekend. Cormani McLean. This weekend. should be an exciting preview for you. Stay tuned, guys. All right. Let's go Buffs.